It's time to mind your business with Jamila Lodge and Shelly Thunder, brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. It sure does. And if you don't mind your business, what, Jamila? You, who, if you don't, who will? Who will? <laughs> Who's going to do it? <laughs> I was wondering what you were going to say. I'm right, exactly. <laughs> you caught me off guard, Shelly. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I thought, I thought we were on point there, babe. But that's, that's, that's sort of our catch line. If you don't mind your business, who will? And that's why we so enjoy coming to you every week at this time. That's right. Here on Ocean 89. And uh, the very familiar voice you hear. With us, uh, Jamila's going to introduce our guests for yes. today. I'm so excited to have in the studio with me, Miss Vicki Abrams. And on the line, we have her colleague, Miss Laura Ann Bell, and they are the duo responsible for 241. Well, welcome, ladies. Thank you. Laura Ann, you with us? There she is. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> so I'm going to hand it over to you guys and give you an opportunity to kind of tell us a little bit about 241 and what it is that you do. Oh, great. Well, um, since you, you know, just from an introductory standpoint, we um, are a duo, as you suggested, (laughs) and we effectively are here to help highly talented small business owners who aren't reaching the success that they want. Right. Um, We help them level up their marketing game. It's not always about marketing, but really, if you look at the marketing, address what you're doing now and what you can do differently, you often notice a huge difference in the business outcomes and the results that the business gets. So uh, what we do is offer an easy step by step growth path for businesses so they can develop a strong and reputable and recognizable brand. So that will ultimately lead to higher revenue as they become the market leader. Yep. And that's, I think, what everyone wants to do, right, is become the market leader in their respective industries. And Laura will tell you, branding is the way to get there. Market leadership is all about branding because it's not just about having a logo and colors. It's about so much more than that. And you know what? I think people do think that that's what branding is. It's like my logo, my colors. And sometimes people delay the launch because they haven't quite figured out what their logo should look like. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's something that they should be doing or what should they be focusing on when it comes to the brand actually? Laura? Oh yeah. Um, I think, uh, I think the first thing, the first step is to really know who you are and why you're doing what you do, who your customers are and why you're serving them because that's all part of your brand story. And once you kind of know your brand story, um, you can start to feel what the rest of it is going to be, what your logo will look like, the colors that you choose will all relate back to your story. And that is what helps people know who your business is. Because once you tell your story and you do it visually as well as through your messaging, um, that becomes your brand identity. And that's what people become to know you for. And when you're consistent in it, they will recognize you without even seeing your logo in some instances. And that creates, you know, the type of experience your customers get, the employees, the stakeholders. When everyone interacts with you, they all relate to you through your story. So we like to say that your brand is is not just what people say about you or your business. It's what they say about you and your business when you're not in the room. So, And that, that, you bring up a good point when you talk about the story, right? So mm-hmm. you two were once your solo entrepreneurs or either <laughs> work for other organizations. So how did you come together and create your brand, which is now 241. Yeah, well, for us, it was a bit of a no-brainer because what happened was we were both working as independent contractors Mm -hmm. on the World Triathlon event from three years back. And we realized we had worked on a couple of other projects here and there in the past together. But it was really during that World Triathlon that we realized how much in synergy we were. You know, we were kind of 
almost finishing each other's sentences, you know, okay. Laura, the design expert, mm-hmm. me and communications and, and wording. And it just seemed like a no brainer for us. Right, Laura? Oh, absolutely. Our synergy was incredible from the beginning. Um, I thought we constantly were improving each other's work without any ego, no competition between us. Vicky's a great communicator, so we understood each other with ease, and the work was just a joy to do. It was actually our favorite project to work on. And um, we just realized we wanted to work together more. So we did our own brainstorming sessions and branding sessions and to figure out how we could build the type of business um, we wanted to work in and um, the people we wanted to work for. So, And one that capitalized on our strengths. Right. Mm-hmm. So we've been working on that since last year. And I would say COVID came along and certainly <laughs> right? changed our path. <laughs> you know, we had one sort of path in mind where we were heading. And um, we've really spent the time to drill down on who we are, and what we want to do and um, who we can use our expertise to help. Right. You know, really, that's been pivoting towards small business owners. It's something we kind of have always done naturally through our careers. And now it just feels like the right time to kind of help others in that same way. Well, you keep throwing out these catchphrases and I'm just going to latch on to them. So when you're talking about pivoting and that's what we kind of are saying to people these days, right? It's because you start out one way, mm-hmm. then some global pandemic that no one even saw coming, right? It's like A you, disruptor comes in. Uh, imagine how disruptive that was for the World <laughs> Triathlon, for example. Exactly. And we were both heartbroken that that event didn't go on. But what do you do? You dust yourself off, you pick yourself up and you go for it. Yeah, and the next project comes along pivot for us because actually what Laura and I had identified ourselves and our strength, our unique strength as being, was that we were going to help larger organizations Mm -hmm. become um, an an employer of choice by helping them to enhance their employer brand. So there's a whole lot of things that are associated with being an employer and how do you communicate with your employees. We're not going to go down that path now because larger organizations just have a few other things to be thinking about right now. Exactly. (laughs) But maybe one day we'll come back to it. But what we realized was that there was a real need in the market and what we preach is what we walk. You know, we walk our talk and you have to look at what the market needs and what your clients need and then you fill that gap if that's your strength so how has the pivot been so you you initially were going to go you know work with larger organizations and so now we're working with you of course so our small and medium-sized businesses are definitely benefiting from the information that you've been sharing so thank you for partnering with us on some of these things but how has that overall transition been during this time have you seen like a people are are excited about what you're you're presenting and wanting to take advantage because i was sharing with someone the other day we had one of our incubatees corey hippolyte is in the marketing industry but her focus is on health and wellness and i was saying oftentimes during a crisis the first thing that people cut is marketing right so true (laughs) so it's like how do you how do you help people to see that that is the last thing they should be cutting and how do you help them kind of hone in on the types of things that they should be focusing on during this time so once it's over, hmm. you know, they can come back prepared. Well, I think Laura's experience has been a little different um, than mine in that she also still has some other clients that she works with directly. And th- I think there was a bit of a pause there, but they're picking up now, which she can speak to. But um, mm-hmm. what I found really was that businesses were asking, how do we reach our customer now? Mm. They were almost caught with their pants down, you know, yep. it's like, well, this we is how were. we have always done it. Yep. People walking through the door. Yep. Now they can't do that. What next? Yep. And marketing is your natural kind of place to go to look for those answers. So we've been able to help people understand what it means to connect with customers and the different ways you can do that. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I would just join in on saying with that, um, it's been proven throughout history that those that market through downturns in the economy, like depressions, et cetera, always come out far more successful afterwards. So I always tell people, please don't let that be what you cut is your marketing because it is the time to reach your customers. And um, like Richard was saying about pants down, absolutely, there was so many uh, businesses in Bermuda that didn't have a website. Um, either one that you can shop on yeah. or one that you could even have information to, um, to get. And, you know, we're, we're a small market, so people can get away with that. Mm-hmm. Um, just having Facebook and Instagram in different ways and, and you, people can walk into your store mm-hmm. and um, word of mouth goes a really long way in this type of community. But then all of a sudden this happens and everyone's locked indoors. How do you reach those same customers? So um, when we started putting together these webinars, which was massive pivot for me because Vicky's really great with the communication, but for me, <laughs> You're like, what is this? Join the rest of us, Lori. <laughs> what am I doing? Um, but I've enjoyed it. I really have been enjoying the coaching side of this. Um, mm-hmm. It's been really great for me personally. And I found a, my, a new passion in that. And um, and being able to help people just realize getting online is, is not as difficult as they think. I think yeah. it feels very overwhelming. Um and it, and it has been in the past because, you know, in the past you couldn't create your own website, but now there are ways to do it. Um, it is still a process, and, you know, we tried to help people understand that process through a step-by-step kind of tip because it makes it a little less overwhelming. And sometimes I think uh, people just need to know that they can do it, and then they go and try to do it. You know, you take away the overwhelm and give them the, empower them to think that they can do it themselves. They absolutely can. And I think that's a good point because I do think that with Bermuda being a smaller community, it's easy to say, eh, I don't need a website. I see them in a grocery store. They know what I do. They know who I am. But I tell you what, I never seen so many websites get put up so quickly. So quickly. <laughs> I mean, yep. I, I love it because I feel like it is an opportunity for people, especially like yourselves who provide services. Your clientele doesn't have to be exclusively in Bermuda. Mm-hmm. So creating mm-hmm. that online presence does open up a whole new wealth of clients, a whole new mm-hmm. world of opportunities. Mm-hmm. And so that you are working with clients to help them understand this and to facilitate mm-hmm. kind of their way um, to actually getting this done is very important, I think, during these times. And I think the access to get it done now. Mm-hmm. It used to be where developing a website was going to cost you this great amount of money and yeah. not taking the mm-hmm. talent from those who specialize in it away from them. And they're mm-hmm. definitely worth, um, you know, their their expertise. But now there are so many ways, you know, little applications, little platforms, mm-hmm. build your own type Absolutely. things, you know, DIY type things. And mm-hmm. before it used that used to be sort of a little frowned upon, you know, that that's not quite professional enough or you used, would doubt yourself mm-hmm. that you could mm-hmm. do it. But what you're saying is necessity being the mother of invention that exactly. it is um, coming along and people are going, oh, I can just go to this place and look, there's a template and, and look, this, this, this looks like what I like. And there's umpteen to pick from yeah. and you know it's mm-hmm. sort of a, a mouse click and here and there and fill in the blanks and you can get started and and it's mm-hmm. legit because everybody is looking for that avenue now everybody exactly and yeah. i think social media has had a part to play sure. in that because um what we were used to you know some years back was this very polished very professional online that's presence right. sure mm-hmm. now i think that's been relaxed a little mm-hmm. because more and more people are doing facebook uh, live yep. and facebook and this is what's real and <laughs> some posts that are very authentic mm-hmm. um they're not necessarily um you know as polished as what we might have seen in past years sure 
Laura will mm-hmm. say, and, and I completely <laughs> agree, that it's still really important for those posts to be on brand yeah. and to be consistent throughout mm-hmm. all your social media. But the point is that the, I guess the level of quality might have, not quality, the, the, there's something about it that's been relaxed, right? Yeah, We're it's not a as bit formal. More used yeah, to, yeah, not as formal. What I I would agree with you, Vicky, in that social media has kind of created an opportunity for the client to engage with the entrepreneur closer. It's almost like you know each other, right? Whereas yes. before there was that separation, especially if you lived in different countries, let's say. But now you can actually get that engagement um, in real time. And it's almost like you're having a conversation with this person that owns this company that's providing a service for you, um, which I think creates that kind of personal touch. It does allow you to relax a little bit, even in the way, you know, the Twitter battles. I don't know if you've seen, I was watching something the other day between like, um, Popeye's chicken and (laughs) Chick-fil-A. It was hilarious. Great marketing. It's perfect. And you know, back in the day, you would have never said some of the stuff that they were saying. Right. But I think understanding who your customer base is and how they want to be engaged makes a huge difference. And I would imagine that that is where you two ladies come into play because some people just don't know, right? They're like, well, well, how how do I reach these people? What should I be saying? And how, how detailed or how deep do you go into it with your clients to help them to get to um, the answer to that question? Well, it depends on the client, really, whatever they need. Yeah. Um, so in the webinars, obviously, we can't go too deep because time is limited right, and there's right. a large group of people on that. Um, but, you know, when we do coaching um, or small group training, then we certainly go deep. And we look at what the person, what the person's own business needs are and where their pain points are and what they're getting stuck on. Some people are just naturals on social media because they speak the language that right. their customers speak. They're attracting like like mm-hmm. to like um, and it's easy for them others just freeze up sure yeah. I don't, I don't know what do to do how what do I say. start yeah. what if I get it wrong yes so <laughs> it really does depend okay the other thing that I wanted to ask you is is do you ladies provide the service of doing or managing someone's social media for them or is that something else that's for someone else to do because it can be done, but okay. I think we try to encourage people to learn to do it themselves, right. especially when you're looking at a small business or an entrepreneur, because they know their business better than anyone. Which is mm-hmm. And if someone else is going to manage their social media, then that other person needs to transfer all that knowledge, the tone. Although when we do the brand work and really get clear on the identity of the brand, it's easier to transfer that knowledge sure. to somebody to do it for you. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I would just jump on that and say, I think that, again, you have to work in synergy with, if you're going to work with a designer, for example, that maybe will create your brand look, um, and then you would work with them to maybe create some designs for you to share on social media, for example, to sell a course or a product or whatever it is that you have to share. But then you want to be the one maybe uploading it and writing the caption and engaging with the customers that have right. questions after the fact. So you kind of have to work in partnership. Um, I actually do that with a f- couple of clients where I don't manage their entire social media, but I will help them to design things to stay on their brand, right. but yet let them then go and, and sort of do the other parts of it. And I think that works really, really successfully for us. 
Okay. I mean, I think it's important because, like you said, um, Vicky, sometimes people don't know what to say or they say something. You're like, no! What have you done? <laughs> but um, I do think that the opportunity to fix it is in real time, right? So you sure. can actually be like, oops. Go back made, and edit yeah, that. Yeah, made a mistake. Right. Sorry about that. Yeah. What I actually uh-huh. meant was, which I think it is great um, and speaks to how social media is being utilized to actually push business and elevate business, if you will. Um, now, there in Bermuda, everybody's on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. And I've slowly been trying to get on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. My son is like, Facebook, nobody uses that. Mom. Yeah. You're, like, you're old, right? Yes. So, you're dating yourself. Yeah, I'm there, dating mom. myself. And now there's TikTok. I can't even. Like, I downloaded it and then t- took it off the phone. I said, I'm not I can't ready. Even. I'm not I am ready. not ready. <laughs> so, having said that, we recognize these things. It's technology, right? Sure. So, it's ever changing. Something is always changing. With mm-hmm. the various platforms, is how do you recommend business owners utilize them? Like, should they be speaking in different voices? Is it just mm-hmm. one? Because, you know, I'm thinking, well, how can I get a tool that's going to do this stuff for me, right? Mm-hmm. So I press the one button, the one post, and it goes to everything. Mm-hmm. But is that right? Should it sound different? Right. So, you know, those tools exist. Yeah. Um, we can schedule for the next six months. Exactly. Right? Right. Um, there's a couple of reasons that we don't encourage the use of those tools. Okay. And one of them is what you've just mentioned is that you, although you will have a consistent tone because that's a part of your brand, the way you speak to your customer, the things you say will be different based on each platform. Right. That's actually something we're going to get into on the oh. next BDC webinar. Yeah, Wednesday. we're going to talk about that. We're excited about that. It's coming up. <laughs> um, about the tone and all of that. Yeah, because that's a really important part of your brand. Right. You know, are you very formal? Um, are you are you very easy and casual? Are you fun? Do you joke? Depending um, on your product or service. Exactly. I would say and which type up. of clientele you're looking mm-hmm. to attract. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, I know I'm so I, I know that I haven't given you all these questions, but they just come to me as I'm thinking, mm-hmm. right? Go for it. Based on what you're saying. But one of the things that a lot of entrepreneurs that I speak to say is whether or not they should be the face of their brand and the benefit uh-huh. or the 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 bad thing about being that should they mm-hmm. and i'm thinking about what you said earlier lauren with about the story and how you tell that story mm-hmm. and i would think that it would be difficult if people don't know who you are to tell a story and for, to get people to kind of um empathize or resonate with whatever it is that you're mm-hmm. trying to say what are your yep. thoughts about that i i'm a big believer and vicky will attest to this that you should show your face I, I, I'm a big believer in people want to connect with people. People don't want to speak to robots. Right. And if you, if you go on a website and you go to about us section and there's not a person's picture or a team, you know, if you have a team, I, I think it, you want to celebrate who you are as a company, as an employer, as a, you know, person to get people to buy your, want people to buy your products and services. You, they want to connect to you authentically. If they can't see who you are and know who you are, mm-hmm. they're not going to connect with you. Um, and that's part of telling your story is being yourself and being authentic. And I think that attracts way more customers and clients because, again, you're attracting the type of clients you want as well. Right. To work with. 
And and that's a good thing too. You know, we can be specific about who our client is. That's something we do in branding sessions is drill down to who your ideal client is. What do they look like? What social media websites are they using? Mm-hmm. Um, and that helps you know what social media, you know, you should you be should on. be on. You should that's be a using. Good point. Yeah. And yeah. keeps you accountable too, I would think. Because Absolutely. that's you, that's your face, facial recognition and everything. You you can't run and you can't hide. <laughs> that's right. You know, you, you have to have some integrity in all of your intent. That's right. Going forward. And I think that's a huge thing. We talk about it with uh, Mind Your Business all the time that, you know, to be authentic. And that's a word that's bandied around a lot, you Mm -hmm. know, but no, life is real. And people appreciate that. And people appreciate it. And um, so, you know, then it comes down to, you know, there are people about privacy, maybe. Could that Mm. be the thing? But do you want your face to be your brand? to lose your anonymity to a degree. And again, I guess that depends on the product or service you are putting out there and whether yeah. that personal connection is, is a necessary yeah. part of it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So we always say that it's uh, you, you need your customer to know, like, and trust you. Sure. So there are if you're not if you're not comfortable putting your face out, you have to be trustworthy product, with your at product. At least build that <laughs> sure. connection kind of a, and yeah. the trust with oh. your with your client. Mm-hmm. But even so, if you don't want to have your face on the website, st- still say who you your business is run by. Sure, yeah. you know people want to know who they're dealing with, That's especially right. in our community. And sure. even to your point, overseas, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm a big believer in Bermuda. Needs, you know, we can think globally. We've yes, got we what can. it takes. We've got the web technology. Like it's, we're just like everywhere else in the That's world. Right. Why do we always think about our market know. as being so small I and don't so know. local? I don't sure, know. Mm-hmm. we're trying to break it. We're going to break them. <laughs> now mind, these people the have all these websites. Expanding. They're yeah, they're definitely going to have to change because people, when they Google and it comes up and they reach out, what they're going to do? Tell them no. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think they're going to figure out how to service them. Mm-hmm. So I think it's exciting, even though COVID nineteen has caused us all to take a pause and say, sure. how are we going to navigate this? The new this normal. Cra- yeah, this craziness. Mm-hmm. Um, and having said that, so you guys have participated um, in a webinar. You've hosted one. It was great. I enjoyed it. All the feedback that we, we got was great. And for those of you who missed that one, don't you worry. We have another one There's coming up. One it's coming. on uh, June the 1st. No, no, 3rd. Ju- June the June 3rd. 3rd. You have to register by June 1st. Um, and it is free. So please do sign up. Now you had hundreds of people on the webinar, different industries, various different, I would think, issues. But have there been any similar or similarities that you found that have come out in your dealings with the the different organizations? Like, are there things that keep coming up that you can say, if you do this, this will work, irrespective of the industry that you're in? That's a great question. I think getting online at all was a big one. And some people who were online already had sort of an information site and they realized they had a product or even a service to sell that they couldn't directly sell. And I think for a long time it was, um, like you were saying earlier, like really hard to figure out and really confusing and you need to hire professionals for thousands of dollars. And for a small business, that that can sometimes just be completely out of their budget. Um, But Though there actually is a lot of easier ways to do it now. So giving people advice of just sort of the easy steps how to, I think, helps. Um, You know, we can definitely do more of that. We're going to do the same sort of thing in the Get Social um, when we have coming up next week is those steps. And and just understanding it and breaking it down to something more simplistic so it doesn't seem such this big bear to 
to manage. Right. But but it is something you do have to put energy and focus towards. You can't just put up a website and leave it for five years. Sure. Right. You'll know, mm-hmm. take the management and what? What's wrong with that, Lauren? <laughs> Why can't I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Because your hair style will be out of date. Exactly. There you go. Just update that photo. You'd be like, that wouldn't be wearing that blazer anymore, guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, guy. That's a good point. (laughs) One of the things I don't want to impress on people that we've seen across the board is really how are people connecting with their customer now that their their usual way of connecting with them may have slowed or stopped. That's right. Um, And so that was something that really highlighted um, for me is that those people who had a mailing list, email addresses of Mm -hmm. their customers were a little bit ahead of the game than those that didn't. But the good news is it's never too late to start. Right. And so email... um, Email communication, just even sales through emails, um, is actually the most effective way of selling digitally. It's more effective than any online ads on Facebook communications. And, and why is that? Well, because people will read and if if they're an engaged customer right. in that they subscribe to your mailing list and you're sending them content that's useful right. and not overwhelming them to, with too much frequency. Mm-hmm. So there's a bit of a science to it. But when it's done well, then people look forward to that email and they want to see what you're offering them and they gotcha. feel special. And once again, it goes back to that connection, knowing what your customer wants and then delivering it. You know, that's a good point. I mean, we are an organization that supports entrepreneurs, and we try to figure that thing out, too. (laughs) I swear, I feel like I'm like, I'm spamming them again. They're like, oh, no, not another (laughs) webinar. So that's one of the things I want to talk to you about. So right now, everybody who wasn't online is now online, and you can get a webinar about something. Sure. Like, you can figure out how to, you know, do the latest hairstyle. People are making masks. You know what I mean? Cooking everything in sight. so much fun being distracted by all that. I love it. Love it. And then I say, oh, I better get back to work. (laughs) So you love it. But how do how would you advise, I guess, entrepreneurs or business owners to balance it? Because I know that we are like, yes, whoever we can partner with, how can we get you the information you need? So we're sending, we're sending. And I'm thinking, is it too much? Like, when is it too much? What would you say? How? I, I guess the question, the real question is, how would you advise an entrepreneur to search through all of the extra and kind of hone in on that thing that they need to hone in on in order to be able to ready themselves, I guess, for what's coming next. Vicky's looking like that's for you, Lauren. <laughs> you can't see her, but I, I, I'll pass that on. <laughs> I like to do it all, you see. So you know, I might not be the best person to answer. <laughs> I don't, yeah, like I said, I don't know if there is just like one thing you could say is the most important because it's so much tailored to the individual business. And, and I think to be authentic too, you have to enjoy it a bit as well. So if you're an Instagram person and you love being on Instagram, then use Instagram primarily, but don't neglect the other ones. But, you know, whatever it is you enjoy, if you, if you have a product, something very visual, you know, getting great photography of that product to use, you know, regularly on your Instagram, mixing it with other things. I think we're going to talk about um, in our seminar next week is the 80-20 rule. Okay. Um, It's something I I believe very strongly in it. It goes to all kinds of things in life. But it's um, sharing 80% and selling 20%. 
Because it's the 20% that pays the bills, right? It's always the 20%. 80, what does it say? 80% of your sales come from 20% of your customers. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's always that um, thing. But you don't want to be selling, 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 because that does get to an oversaturation point, which can turn off people. Right. Um, And so you've got to balance it out with sharing information, help, advice. This is what is online now. And I'm a big believer, too, like information is free. Anything mm. anybody wants to know can be Googled these days. So, sure, if, so you, true. if you're mm. an expert in your field, don't hesitate to share the information. Just give it away. Mm-hmm. People will come to you for your expertise who are your ideal clients because they know you can help them for what they exactly need. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if you have a product, you know, give it a million ways that it can be used or how it's beneficial or what celebrity is using it or, or, or whatever, share that type of content and then sell in 20% of your posting or, mm-hmm. or that, endorsements, yeah. I guess are important sometimes depending on well, what profession your particular product caters to. That yeah. could be very helpful. Yes. Using influencers. Yeah. Testimonials. Influencers. Yeah. yeah. And testimonial. I think, you know, people who have had real experience and, 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 and it's not just, uh, there was a, that bit of a scandal where people were getting paid to write good reviews about things. <laughs> yeah. And that, you know, sort of, <laughs> that's I'm not sure. A good look. No, not a good no, look. No, you know, but um, it's pretty easy to, to, in our community, especially if we're dealing specific, saying specifically locally, people know if you're, if you're oh, yeah. authentic or not. I mean, or you only have like or so. one or two times to, to do that, right? Sure. Before the, the the wool is pulled from over. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So but if you are looking for some guidance on whether to go to all the webinars or just a few, yeah. Um, you know what? I, I, there's this thing that I call the growth bypass. Okay. Right. It's uh, when you are soaking up so much information and reading and listening, but not doing. Sure. So business doesn't go anywhere if you don't do. Right. It's like checking out all the cool websites of the places you want to go, but never booking the ticket. Yes. Right. Bad example for right now, sadly. <laughs> yes. But you know where I'm going with we that. We know. No exactly. You're so, flying inside, right? <laughs> you can talk about it till the cows come home, as yeah, Granny so, used to say, but you have to start. Yes. And you have so to keep decide going. Decide where you want to go with your business. Mm, decide where point. you need the most support and right. then be selective with your time on which webinars you're going to and, and other educational resources you're going to soak up. Mm-hmm. And then ensure that you're attending because you're going to get something tangible out of it. Right. And then you're going to implement it. Mm-hmm. That's the and key, that's a bit of the, the beauty that we find with our clients is that we can coach them on what they can do based mm-hmm. on what their needs are and then hold their hand and encourage them and make sure that they're actually they're doing actually it. Doing it. And make sure and to get the expertise deal, you, know. you need. If I'm really sure about what I don't know, that's a funny thing I say sometimes. <laughs> I'm real sure about what I don't know. I would ask Absolutely. somebody <laughs> who knows. I work in electricity and you have to be real sure about what you don't know. Yeah. So knowing the right expertise to get, I would think, is a very important thing as mm-hmm. well as becoming proficient in as much as you can yourself. That's right. Yeah. So let me yeah. just remind people. So we're talking about uh, the Get Social and Get Results webinar that's coming up on Wednesday, June 3rd, which is next week for all you guys. Mm-hmm. Time is relative now, right? Yep. Yeah. All the days. <laughs> Every day like, is it's, Wednesday. It's today and tomorrow. That's <laughs> <Yes>. it. <laughs> today and tomorrow. <laughs> yes. So, 
So it starts at 3 and will go through to 4.30. I am telling you, don't want to miss it. I was on their other one um, talking about how to get online, and it was great. Mm -hmm. um, we got rave reviews for it. So I would encourage you, please, to sign up. You can do that on our website. It's at BEDC.BM, and it will take you through to the link. Um, you'll get confirmation of how to log on. Um, but it's it's excellent. I'm looking forward to you guys yeah. um, sharing more. Good stuff. Yeah, looking yeah. forward to it. Information yeah. mm -hmm. on it. Um, and then you guys are available to if they if you need specific service and online support. Um, before we get to 4:30, can you just tell people how they can get in touch with you? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, info at two four one branding dot com. That's a T W O. F O U R. <laughs> you spell it out. O N E. Yeah. Branding.com. Um, uh -huh. Or Laura at 241.bm or Vicky at 241.bm. Mm -hmm. And we'll be happy to help you through. We've got a fantastic 12 week course that'll be starting in June, which okay. will be a great way for people to get in at a low price. Okay. Sure. And to get more information over a 12 week period with us helping along the way. Mm -hmm. Right. So for all of those who are like, yeah, this is great, but I need someone else to do I it. I need one on one I need stuff. more yeah. support, mm -hmm. then that, that course will be for you. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so thank you guys both, Lauren. Thank you so much um, mm -hmm. for, for joining me today. It's every time I know this new format with the 30 minutes. I'm like, Time okay, goes I'm, away. it goes so quick. <laughs> I'm like, I talk too much. I think that's what the issue is. Um, but no quick bites. Um, hopefully people are excited and looking forward to the upcoming webinar. And of course we will continue to work with you guys. Cause I think what you're doing is awesome and much needed during this time. Absolutely. People have to be ready for yeah. what's going to happen after mm -hmm. the, the pandemic. And like you said, if you keep your name out there, now, yeah. mm -hmm. then the first person that they're going to call when it's over, it's more likely when the new normal yeah. is, is sorted always itself be out. Thinking about what you can do for someone else. How can I serve my customer? Exactly. Because that's go. ultimately what we're all in business for is to mm -hmm. help others do what they do better. Can you say that again, please? Vicky? Well, that's what my <laughs> our belief <laughs> is that we're all in business to help each other to do what we do better, to exactly. do what you do better. That's mm -hmm. right. I yeah. love that. Yeah. And I want to. Well, I'm sure I want to know, but all our listeners too, though, since this is a branding company and marketing, where did 241 come from? Just That's quickly, right. what is the I 241 know. story, Lord. Laura? <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because, you know, we, we are branding people, right? So yes. we had our own session and, and we had to hash it out. And then we kind of cracked a joke like, yeah, we're two for one, like a two for one special. <laughs> I love it. Oh, and I thought, we can't do that. That sounds too cheap. So yeah. then we were joking about, well, well, four for one is, you know, Bermuda, but there's lots of four for one type companies. Yeah, so let's put the two together and we're two for one um, as you're getting a two for one deal. But uh, yeah. We do awesome. it. We always do I it love together. it though. Great I story, guys. It. Great story. <laughs> That's how I remember the name. I'm like, it's two of them. Yeah, exactly. Two for one. <laughs> there you All go. Right. For one, I'm the one, right? There exactly. you go. Yes, you got, <laughs> it. got it. I got it. See, the branding works. It it's does. Liminal, see? We all get it. <laughs> Laura Ann, Vicky, thanks for joining us. Thank Jamila and I will so be much. doing this again next week, same time, same place. Same time, same place. Make sure you join us, okay? Thanks for listening. Why, Jamila? Because if you don't mind your business, who will? Who will? Who will? <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Mind Your Business with Jamila Lodge and Shelly Thunder, brought to you by BDC. Tune in next week, Thursday at 4 p.m.